0: Oh hello! Are you the new butler?
1: Well, it's been a long time since I've been the new anything.
0: What's happened to uh, Hudson? Oh, I guess he's changing. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he does that a lot, doesn't he? Oh, I'm, I'm Morgan Jeffrey. I live down the road. Uh, Sir Percival lets me record here when he's not around. He's not around, is he? I can honestly say I haven't seen him. But uh, come on in. Are you related to Sir Percival? Well, distantly, yeah. Uh... Oh, you're not the uh, poor relation from Dorset, are you? Ha! <laughs> Gee, news sure travels fast, doesn't it? I'm Tom. Oh, I'm pleased to meet you. You're the one that does those uh, podcasts, right? Well, right or wrong, I do them either way. Oh, well, I do podcasts too. Oh, uh, good. Well,
1: what kind of podcasts?
0: Oh, well, mostly the geeky stuff. Do you uh, do you like geeky films, TV shows, games? Oh, I think they're marvellous. Some of them really fine. But, uh, tell me, do you ever uh, look back at any of the older fellas? Oh sure, yeah, I like uh, Patrick McGowan and the other one, Jerry uh, Anderson.
2: Oh, you go
0: back that far, huh? Oh yeah, I'm not as young as I look. None of us are these days. Well, oh, But I still get excited around the Christmas holidays. Do you uh, go in for any geeky things in the Jeffrey household at Christmas time? Oh yeah, most of them really. I mean, we never miss Doctor Who on Christmas Day. I even sing along to the theme tune. Oh, you do, huh? Oh yeah, I love a good theme tune. Oh this is one of my favourites from obscure 90s kids' show The Riddlers. Do you know that one? Oh I do indeed, it's a lovely thing. Da, 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 da.
1: <laughs> two geeks, two beers and a laptop. Episode 15, the 12 Days of Geekmas. <laughs> little thing in it one two oh, sort of two
3: <laughs> merry christmas merry christmas cheers yes uh hello and merry christmas uh welcome to a special festive edition of two geeks two beers and a laptop with me mary morgan and my christmas companion tiny tom hello ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you can think of us as uh Two Christmas elves slipping down your chimney to stick some geeky goodness in your stocking. That sounds rather yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So I'm lowering the tone at mm. Christmas time. I, I am aware we did we did promise you a, a Ulysses thirty one yes. episode. It is coming. It has been recorded. <laughs> it too. has been recorded. But um, his journey to the kingdom of Hades <laughs> is taking a little longer than we expected. <laughs> um, so w- this is Christmas, and you can look out for that episode uh, next year in uh, twenty sixteen. Yeah. So. Uh, what are we drinking today here, Tom?
1: Well, I am sorry. <laughs> there must have been some kind of. There must be like you Christmas think beers. Festive ales. ales. You know, yeah. they do exist. But, you know, small budget. <laughs> we can only go with what's at our local Sainsbury's. Mm. And the only one I could find was remotely Christmassy is Blue Moon, which is a beer I like. And it does have Christmas trees that's, on the label. That's purely the reason. Because uh, it has what looks like Christmas trees on I don't know if that's always on the label or if they've done that for Christmas or what. But, well, anyway, it's anyway. a nice beer nonetheless. Cheers. Yeah. So far, no, All spillage. Right, no, oh,
3: no, no spillage. I caught it. Foamy festive spillage. Yeah. All right. Well, so what we're doing uh, in this special episode is the twelve days of geekmas. Uh, looking at twelve TV Christmas specials uh, with a geeky slant. Some of which you might not even know exist. <laughs> or to put it another way, on the 12, twelve days of geekmas, my true love gave to me. Mulder and Scully, Power Rangers fighting, sliders, a sliding, eighties cartoon team up, Star Wars Christmas special, Best festive mutant antics, Christmas in Pangea, Community Biker Mice from Mars, Jerry Anderson, Lois and Clark, Clark, and the Doctor in the TARDIS
1: Sweet. Oh, Very good Knack it after that. I lost my breath halfway through. <laughs> I got I lost my breath halfway through. <laughs> it's cause we had was like, Oh god. Alright, well, so. We're sorry.
3: <laughs> so, Mulder and Scully, you're up first. I am at
1: first. I have to admit, I'm not the biggest X Files uh,
3: viewer. No, me neither. I've, I've seen the odd episode, I've got into it now and then, but I've never been a kind of dedicated fan.
1: Yeah, and I, it is one of those shows, though, that I would like to properly go through. As it still looks quite good, you know, like you'd think it'd be a bit dated by now. Mm. But they did a couple of Christmas specials. Two? Two Christmas specials. But the thing is, unlike these other shows that we're going to be doing, I'm mm. sure. Where they're all a bit crap. <laughs> these just look like good episodes. Because we all
3: get onto that, is that a consistent theme of these festive specials is that they're a bit where they think. They're a bit naff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whereas this is just quite good. Um, in season five, there was one episode called Christmas Carol. Set at Christmas, as you'd expect. Yes. So we've got. Mulder's not really in this episode. Right. I think he just kind of went, nah. <laughs> the
3: company was like, yeah. they tried to do some like Mulder wine jokes, and he was like, no, I'm out, I'm out. Right.
1: Scully is on holiday with a family. She gets a call from someone who sounds like a dead sister. <laughs> and it leads her to a case of a woman who committed suicide and her daughter, whom she believes actually her sisters, who got adopted by this family. Very festive. But it turns out that the girl's actually Scully's. Even though, what, a eh? What, Anna? her daughter? Yeah, it's her daughter. And it's assumed that she was conceived after her ova had been harvested, after being abducted to make an alien-human hybrid, which was what her daughter Emily is.
3: This is far more convoluted and yeah. complicated than, say, yeah, an Only Fools and Horses Christmas special.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I suppose it is sort of about bringing family together yeah. over the festive period. But the good thing about that episode was it was originally supposed to be based on Scrooge starring as the Sim. Right. Um, and the fa- family that they goes to see are all called the Sim family. Right. So last okay, last, okay. Nice so that's little reference all the nice time. <laughs> and originally, Scully was going to be like a Scrooge-type character and have like I don't know. But I they, want to believe in yeah. Christmas. <laughs> nice. But they changed it in the end so that she was kind of visited by past versions of herself. Right. To sort of like the ghost Ah, like her, her daughter I got, yeah. But they did a second uh, X-Files Christmas special in mm. season six, and this is much more of a Christmassy affair, called How the Ghost Stole Christmas. Right. Um, it's Christmas Eve, and uh, Mulder and Scully visit a haunted house, uh, where in 1917, a couple did a murder-suicide thing uh, now, yeah, you're right, this does sound much more Christmassy and <laughs> And now they're trying to entice other couples to do the same. So this is a much better... It's a very similar Buffy episode along those lines. Ooh, Not
0: Christmassy.
4: <laughs> was the night before Christmas in a house full of ghosts. Mulder, Scully and their special guest hosts. Ed Asner and Lily Tomlin would show them the way. But the doors are all locked and they're here to stay.
3: The X-Files, an all-new Christmas episode, Sunday at 9, 8 central on Fox. Struck me why didn't they call it the Xmas Fire? yeah that's a, one oh, chance to you had one job. Exactly. I love that one though. Yeah. Murder and scully at Christmas yeah, time did. with special guest there, Ed Asner. <laughs>
1: yeah, it sounds like they'd already run out of ideas
3: um, <laughs> and it still went on for about four more seasons.
1: <laughs> but it was kind of like, do you remember Sirens in Red Dwarf? Yes, where they would see illusions not just of people but of things that were mm. happening. And this episode, the old couple were making them see illusions of each of Mulder and Scully shooting each other and then at the very end Mulder gets it and goes I know we're fine he's that sounds up and they're totally fine they weren't shot and ah. well. so but what I like though it ends in a nice sort of Christmassy bit where they exchange gifts but the thing is after getting through all that they just got shot by their partners or if <laughs> they think they did they got haunted by ghosts and they yeah. realised it was all an illusion and yeah. they just went oh, let's go and have Christmas
5: I know we said that we weren't
2: going to exchange gifts but uh I got you a little something. Mulder. Merry Christmas. Well, oh, I guess you'll know something, too. <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: Yourself a merry
7: little Christmas.
3: Sort of show that you would imagine would lend itself very well to a Christmas feel, yeah. And indeed, it does not, <laughs> because that was
1: really weird. You try to sort of shoehorn it in at the end. Scab uh, yourself
3: a merry little Christmas. Scully, all giddy to
1: open presents. <laughs> That's sort of... So what have we got next? So next up is Power Rangers oh. fighting, which yeah. is you again. Again. <laughs> now I've got to mention um, in 1994 mm. it was the first sort of chart I ever listened to, and I used to be a proper chart nerd. Used to be. Not anymore though. I, I couldn't name you any of the songs. I've right. gone I've passed it now. But in 1994, there was a Christmas single Power Rangers I remember in that. Incredible. School no, disco classic. Yeah. And I went, at the time, desperate for them to ever be pushing number
3: one. Mm. Was that the one where, because it was it was actually got a crucial piece yeah. of Power Rangers mythology, yep. an because it worked in the reveal of the White Ranger. Ay yeah, yeah, Zordan. What is that on the viewing globe? That is the future. That is the White Ranger. And at the time, we listened to like, and I was at was school, that. And I was at school disco <laughs> being like, everyone else, you know, dancing with girls. And I was like, oh, my God, the new Power Ranger. How exciting. <laughs> wait, wait, wait.
6: That is the future you are
1: seeing, Alpha. That is the White brain. But, uh, so Power Rangers did uh, seven Christmas specials in total. Yeah. But, um, but seven? And that's in all of Power Rangers Oh, Power
3: Rangers Time Force Lord and Dragon X Time and, little and, little and yeah.
1: yeah. But the one I'm going to talk about is in 1994 there was a straight-to-video right. called Alpha's Magical Christmas. <laughs> okay. And it's Alpha 5 who you just did an impression of. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. No one's favourite character. No one's favourite character. He was like cover. the, um... Orko of the group. The
3: or- well, we'll get onto Orko later on. Uh,
1: so it's uh, essentially just Alpha Five singing carols to children around the world to cheer himself up, as his friends are all busy helping Santa. Or his robot friends. No, his Power Rangers are helping Santa. All oh, right. <laughs> okay. So apparently, it was made in a, in, a, in a sort of shitty attempt to increase Alpha Five's popularity with the fans. Brilliant. They're like, he's not popular, yeah. so let's base the whole episode around him. But it could it couldn't have backfired more. Because it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> I love it (laughs) Um, because there's this whole dedicated Wikipedia page to Power Rangers, um, and everything they've written it in such a shitty tone. But (laughs) but it didn't work as intended. As most people do not enjoy the special very much, known for its poor production and nonsensical story. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'll show you the intro. Excellent! I cannot wait to see this. The entire thing.
5: putting the final touches on my Christmas tree before the big day arrives. I feel so happy and excited about Christmas this year. Although, I didn't quite start out that way. In fact, I was really pretty sad this morning. Oh, Zordon, I just can't seem to get into the Christmas spirit.
6: Cheer up, Alpha. It's Christmas Eve. Although it does seem strangely quiet without the Power Rangers.
5: Uh... but... but where are they, Zordon?
6: They have a very important mission this Christmas. They are helping Santa get all the presents ready for the children.
5: That is a big job. Santa can use all the help he can get. There he is, preparing the reindeer for their long trip tonight. I have it. I know how to get the Power Rangers home for
6: Christmas. Now, Alpha, you said it yourself. They have a big job to do.
5: I'll just put up decorations like everyone else around the world, then Santa and the Rangers will have to come. Now, let's see. I'll need some
6: Christmas lights and tinsel. But Alpha, you don't have a Christmas tree. I know, but the rest of my decorations are wonderful. See? Alright, Alpha. You win. Push the red button on the console. Behold, Alpha, my Christmas present to you. I love, I love the idea of uh, the Power Rangers. <laughs>
3: the Power Rangers helping helping Santa. And just be like, it's wrapping time! <laughs> Blitzer,
1: Don! <laughs> like a
0: uh, Rudolph! Eggnog! <laughs>
1: So the whole plot of it is On Christmas Eve Zordon presents Alpha with a Christmas tree And then he just sort of Teleports in children to spend time with him Which is a bit dodgy (laughs) Kidnapping children at at Christmas time So here's the bit where the children arrive Oh Zordon I
5: know the rangers have a lot of work to do But
6: Christmas just isn't the same if you are all alone I know Alpha I can't promise the rangers But I've made arrangements for you to have some company tonight Push the green button on the console and get ready for some Christmas magic. Here we
2: come,
7: a parading among the lights so bright. Here we come, a balling so fair to be seen. Love and joy.
3: I love Christmas, but that's made me. That's made yeah. be- me hate it. That's uh, that's turning me into a right grinch.
1: It's awful. And it feels like a sort of weird to catch a predator thing when they're (laughs) enticing these children in.
3: Zordon makes some (laughs) arrangements for Alpha to have some
1: company. So from then on, it's literally just Alpha and the kids singing, you heard a bit there, just sickly high-pitched sort of carols with his voice at the top while putting up decorations. And it just, as you say, just makes you hate carols. Yeah. And Christmas. Yeah. But... Don't worry, because at the end, the Power Rangers arrive. At last! Aye, aye, aye the alarm! We
6: have an incoming teleportation.
5: Who could it be on Christmas Eve?
1: There is no
6: need to be alarmed, Alpha. It's the Power Rangers.
5: Oh, I just knew you would come. Oh, Tommy, Kimberly, Billy, you're here. I'm so happy to see you. But where are the others?
6: Three are with their families, but they left a special message.
7: Merry Christmas and Happy New Year,
6: everybody. And the others are still at the World Peace Project.
5: With as busy as you all are, it's wonderful you took the time to visit us.
6: That's right, and we have to get back as soon as we can.
5: Yeah, but we couldn't leave you guys here
4: alone for Christmas.
7: Thank you, Rangers. (laughs) Holidays are the best time to share good
0: wishes with the ones you love. That's right, Billy. And my Christmas wish for you, Alpha, is that you'll always have a smile on your heart.
7: And that the magic of Christmas will stay with you the whole year through. We hope that the new year will bring happiness and harmony to you and your families. In a safe world, where you'll be free to grow into the best person you can be. And for all of us, may this be the year we have peace on Earth.
0: Okay, Alpha, we have to go. Santa's waiting. That's right, he's got a long
5: trip tonight. And he'll need all of us to load his sleigh. We've had a great year together, Rangers. But before you go, we have a special surprise for you.
0: (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Most impressive. Wow, this is what I call Christmas magic. Merry, Merry
1: Christmas, Christmas, everybody! Oh, <laughs> dreadful! Uh, Utterly, just face palm. All of that is just diabolical. Uh, what were they thinking? But again,
3: terrible carols, <laughs> Power Ranger, Stranger Danger. That's just... that's right, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my goodness! But I want to just go back to the um, the dedicated wiki again because. Despite the special's gentle and tender nature, Alfred Magical Christmas is continually and near universally panned, <laughs> revulsed and ridiculed by most of the Paran Hispanic community for its excessively suckering cutesy tone, the lack of action, adventure and creativity, the constant singing, the poor production quality, the weak premise and framing story, completely ignoring the series' continuity, much less its own continuity. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is even better it's got a list of errors. Uh, but, citation okay. needed. One, how can Alpha eat cookies if he has no visible mouth or teeth? If Alpha has magical powers before, if he had them before, where did they come from? And if he had powers, wouldn't he have some kind of powers to help the Power Rangers during this series? Why would Zordon make arrangements for children to teleport into the command centre when the purpose of the centre, being in the desert, is to protect it from being found by anyone? How do he make the arrangements in the first place? How does Alpha know the names of the children or know where they live? How do you know his name? Also, how are the children going to explain where they were to their parents if they saw them come back from being gone? <laughs> and the amount of children in the command centre changes inconsistently there are 12 kids teleported inside and then there's 18 plus that leave through the teleportation portal so more children arrive <laughs> yeah where did they come from I mean there was another I think
3: Alpha just had 6 children stowed <laughs> away somewhere sinister yeah uh, just go yeah. <laughs> yeah, just go
1: with them yeah, uh, there was another Christmas special but it's called I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger <laughs> but who cares when I'm already exhausted yeah. so there we go <laughs> oh my goodness I don't know if it get worse than that uh, hopefully not uh, so, next up, sliders
0: are sliding. Oh, it Sorry, it's you again. Okay. Those are the rules of the song.
1: <laughs> so, sliders, which we def as with Power Rangers, we will yeah. definitely do an episode. Power Rangers and sliders. sliders
3: will both be future episodes of Two Geeks. So,
1: sliders. <laughs> I found the gateway. The Christmas gateway. <laughs> so, in this episode of sliders, if you don't know the plot, mm. they, how do you explain the plot? So,
3: so Jerry O'Connell discovers uh, a portal into different,
1: <laughs> same earth. Different dimension. He
0: found the
3: gateway, <laughs> and him and some other friends yeah. uh, basically travel f- into different parallel universes, tra- always trying to find the the, the trip home. A bit yeah. like Quantum Leap.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's called Seasons Greetings. Seasons Greetings, yeah. which will be
3: important for a reason we'll yeah. bring up later.
1: They arrive in a world consumed by consumerism and greed, and where most of the population have uh, moved into giant malls in the sky. Okay. Um, sky malls. Yeah. <laughs> they are forced to dive into this twisted world. Uh, when a mother abandons her child in Arturo's arms, played by the great John Rhys-Davies, uh, to return to a life of slavery at the mall. So here's here's a clip of uh, the very moment that they realise where they are. Hey, check this out. Just as live, huh?
2: How does this thing stay up?
4: I think it's balanced by those tears. Well, if it's not, there's been a significant change in the laws of physics. Though one can hardly admire a world that places shopping in higher esteem than motherhood.
7: Maybe he knows her and the
2: baby from our world. That would explain his obsession with her. He just said so.
0: Attention shoppers, only two more shopping days till Christmas. Show someone your love with that extra special gift. Instant credit loans, always available.
3: Boy, that brings the Christmas spirit to a new low. Yes, sir, it does.
1: Why didn't they call this, Sliders Down the Chimney? (laughs) Come on, I'm wasted
3: here. Well, that's the thing,
1: at one point, Reese Davies gets yeah. a job instantly at Santa of course he does and the rest will dress up as elves for the rest of it so it's worth um, just watching it just to see Jerry O'Connell dressed up as an elf <laughs> so everyone lives works and shops in these huge shopping centres it's sort of like um, what happens in Wally at the end. right yeah Wade the girl in the show she um, finds in the mall is run by her doppelganger sister and father they just happen to be there sure uh, and so it's all about like missing families and ah, yeah. Christmas and that but the other bit I do find funny though is despite all the heartfelt moments Mm. Quinn just finds a moment to sort of date her sister (laughs) nice what a cad. Jerry O'Connell Christmas player yeah but it has a lovely end tells you all about the spirit of Christmas so might as well play that
7: you know I wanted to ask you when your father came back to get you did everything work out okay
4: oh we had many good holidays together but that was a very special Christmas it was Post-war England. No toys to be had anywhere. So he made me a little wooden car with black wooden wheels and painted it blue. And when he gave it to me, I remember his hands were shaking slightly. And I looked up into his eyes, and I saw there were tears in them. And that was the moment I knew my daddy was home and that he loved me. Best gift he ever could have given. <laughs> May we uh, just say goodbye to your little one now? <laughs> Come on, Alex. Come on. I think there's a little fellow here who would like to hear you sing. <laughs> Always love to perform for the little people. There. Silent night, holy night.
3: John Berry Stevens—they're oh. acting his little stockings yeah. off. <laughs> Lovely. Well, there we go. Very heartwarming. What's next? <laughs> so next is 80s cartoon team ups, which is me. <laughs> cool. Uh, at last. So uh, this is the He-Man and She-Ra uh, Christmas special—a uh, special festive crossover. For the cartoons, uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, yeah. and its spin-off, She-Ra, Princess of Power. Broadcast, perhaps tellingly, only once, um, <laughs> in December uh, 1985. Um, we talked about Orko earlier. This yeah. is an Orko-centric no! episode. yeah, oh! Just like Power Rangers. What were they thinking? Orko is very much the, the alpha, the scrappy-do, the snarf uh, of ugh. the He-Man universe. And in this episode, uh, two children from Earth uh, teach Orko, the space wizard, the meaning of... Christmas. Okay. Um, now, because you know He-Man and other 80s cartoons like G.I. Joe, they always had these little uh, moments. They were quite heavy-handed, uh, serving up a, a heavy dose of morality alongside all the yeah. the adventure. You know, those things. Now we know, and knowing is half the battle. <laughs> it's all those kinds of things. And that's
1: the spirit of Christmas.
3: Make sure you don't go off with any strangers, kids. Those those kind of things. And in this one, it's all about uh, the spirit of Christmas and learning that Christmas is about caring, sharing, and goodwill. Mm. And eventually, even He-Man's nemesis... Uh, The terrifying Skeletor, even he is overcome with Christmas spirit. He helps to save the kids from a terrifying alien menace, uh, as we can see here. There, that'll take care of Horde Prime for a while. Skeletor,
7: Skeletor, Skeletor, thank you, Skeletor, thanks so much. He saved us.
4: He saved you?
5: Yes, I I guess I did. I wish I knew why. Oh,
7: oh, I, I don't think I feel well.
4: Well, I think you're feeling the Christmas spirit, Skeletor. It makes you feel good.
7: Well,
5: I don't like to feel good. I like to feel evil. Oh. Don't worry, Skeletor. Christmas only comes once a year. Uh,
7: thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord,
2: <laughs> they've
1: made him into a wetty <laughs> Skeletor wouldn't go, well he'd just go, oh no i will annihilate all of you right now But he can't, he can't resist, it's the, it's the Christmas spirit,
0: ah.
3: the Christmas spirit infecting him <laughs> cannot <laughs> resist did the guy who played Orko also play uh, Alpha Five? Ay, yeah yeah. It always bugs me about Skeletor's voice? Got the nasal voice, no nasal passages. How does that work? <laughs>
1: they he always look so canned
3: as well. <laughs> yeah. So as you could tell, that was that was uh, pretty awful. Which, as we've discussed, is yeah. uh, is a fairly uh, consistent theme. So next up is Star Wars Christmas Special. Yeah. So back to you.
1: Back to me because they're all TV specials, even though it's based on a movie. Obviously, This yeah, was. This was- the classic yeah. Star
3: Wars holiday special.
1: And it I didn't realise this introduced Boba Fett. This is the first time Boba Fett features. It was in a cartoon segment of this. Sort of.
3: Oh. Because in, <laughs> in Star Wars Slash A New Hope, yeah. in the cutscene that they later restored oh. with Jabba... Boba Fett's in that but I'm not sure maybe
1: they added that in later I think they must have done. maybe they added that in later yeah so it was only broadcast once in 1978 and thank god for that <laughs> Jesus Christ this is dreadful well I, I, I know of this
3: like through legend I know yeah. it has like Princess Leia singing and Harrison Ford looking miserable and Chewbacca's how family how
1: they got involved in the first place must have been a contractual point. so Chewbacca and Han Solo visit Kashyyyk Chewbacca's homeworld yes. to celebrate Life Day <laughs> they are pursued by agents of the Galactic Empire who are searching for members of the Rebel Alliance and it introduces three members of Chewbacca's family his father, Itchy, his wife, Marla, his and, wife, and his son, Lumpy.
6: <laughs> the Star Wars Holiday Special Introducing Chewbacca's family, his wife, Marla, his father, Itchy, his son, Lumpy.
1: So, essentially, just imagine listening to that noise of them, just the Chewbacca, the clan. Clan. Doing that constantly. Do you know what no one was thinking when they
3: watched Star Wars, the original Star Wars oh, in 77? I
1: want to know what I Chewbacca's want, wife looks like. I want to know more about Chewbacca's family and his kids, <laughs> and his home life. <laughs> you thought the Ewoks were bad. Yeah. But mm. it had a hugely negative reaction. George Lucas has said he hasn't, didn't have much involvement, but they did. I bet he did. Yeah.
3: It's <laughs> probably what he said about The Phantom Menace. It has
1: never been rebroadcast or officially released on home video. Um, so it's a variety special So it also includes Like cartoons mm. Songs and skits mm. Cameos from Jefferson Starship Diane Carroll Art Carney Harvey Corman And B. Arthur But worst of all <laughs> At the end of the special Carrie Fisher yeah. Sings yeah. In celebration of Life Day To mm. the tune of the Star Wars main title Oh wow Actually doesn't quite Hit the last note Which is a bit uh <laughs> bit embarrassing Chewbacca hey!
7: Chewbacca We were so relieved To hear you were alright hey!
4: All of you are an important part of my life, pal. I'm glad I could be here.
5: This holiday is yours, but we all share with you the hope that this day brings us closer to freedom and to harmony and to peace. No matter how different we appear, we're all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. I hope that this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage, and more than anything else, Our love for one another, this is the promise of the tree of life.
3: You could have seen me and me and Tom oh. just watching that, that clip there. We were visibly cringing, like like dying a little Absolutely inside.
1: Terrible. But the Star Wars Holiday Special is technically in the Star Wars canon, right? Because uh, <laughs>
3: well, they just got rid of all those books. They were like, oh yeah, yeah, these, yeah. these books after Jedi don't count. so Why haven't they discussed that's the thing. after
1: Lucasfilm's acquisition by right. the Walt Disney Company? It sort of now falls under the Legends banner, so right. it technically doesn't exist. So uh, yeah, just absolutely dreadful. Some sort of weird drugged up experiment. Right? <laughs> Horrible. Right. So then, next up, back to me for festive news and antics. <laughs> um,
3: so this is, uh, I think you know, I, I was a big, big fan of the X Men mm-hmm. animated series yep. uh, in the nineties. It was, I think, probably <laughs> my favourite show, and oh, yeah, of anything. Not as, the Australian one. Not, not Pride of the X Men with <laughs> the Australian Wolverine. That was a weird like pilot they did in the eighties that like failed to secure a <laughs> series. But no, this was the classic 90s series. But even looking at it now, I still honestly think it stands up overall as one of the better comic book adaptations that's ever been done in, yeah. any, in any I remember medium. watching it on Saturday mornings. On yeah. Friday, well, good. there's some things you watch and you go, oh, okay, it was good when I was a kid. But actually, I rewatched them all fairly recently, and they still, there's the odd, you know, cheesy moment, but they all, they all stand up and I, yeah. We'll definitely do this as an episode. Absolutely, but... again, yeah. And it stays true to all the characters and as they are in the comics and so on. And I wrote a, a, a piece, an article, celebrating the show back in August, And Eric Leewald, one of the uh, writer's producers, he left uh, a lovely message for me uh, on the article saying uh, thank you Morgan for your kind words about our series. Although time and money were tight and while there were pressures to make it a very different, younger, simpler show, Mark and Sidney and I and others fought hard to make it the series it became. It's gratifying to all of us that people still appreciate our efforts. Aww. So that's a nice, heartwarming at Christmas time, isn't it? Yeah. But I did also mention in that article, which we kind of glossed over, <laughs> um, I mentioned the worst ever episode of the Crystal X-Men special? animated series, which was the Christmas oh, special. Okay, yeah, yeah. Have yourself a Morlock little <coughs> Xmas. They at least spent yeah. Xmas time. Yeah. Um The the official plot synopsis. For this is um, Jubilee, Storm and Grouchy Humbug Wolverine Ugh. go last minute Christmas shopping in Manhattan. What, to to... dressed as their...
1: <laughs> no, in their Alright, good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> only to be caught in a life or death crisis involving Leech, the littlest Morlock. Now the Morlocks were like mutants who are kind of hidden um, down in the sewers right. underground. One of them, the little one, he was... Uh, sick, injured, so Wolverine gives him a blood transfusion, so his healing powers right. help save him. That's kind of the peril of the episode, but far far too much of it is just sort of the X-Men having domestic disputes. have <laughs> um, got no time for this lads. And an X-Men Christmas wouldn't be an X-Men Christmas without a family argument, um, so here's a slightly mind-blowing little clip of Gambit and Jean Grey uh, preparing Christmas dinner. <laughs>
4: What's
7: this here you're cooking? It's called food, Gambit. Normal Christmas food. This need a little Gambit magic.
4: Little cayenne,
7: little thyme. If you want to keep that hand, stay away. Uh, uh, Gambit's just trying to help. The day that I need your help in the kitchen is the day that I stop cooking!
6: (laughs) (laughs) you Still know nothing about cooking no Christmas dinner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> is is Garrett normally a comedy character like that?
3: Not really. He's always like he's like a womanizing Cajun, yeah. and he's he's funny, but like not that kind of. And funny.
1: doesn't like Professor X have some sort of like staff to do this? <laughs> you
3: would think. Well, he lives in a mansion. Yeah. You. Were, he's quite rich. Like you down Abbey. <laughs> Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. X Men. X Men yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah. No. Again. Not not very good. Jesus. Don't have a lot more to say about that, but just just not very good. By far the standout uh, stinker <laughs> of,
1: of, of the show. Okay, so uh next up is Christmas in Pangea, which is you again. So yeah, dinosaurs, another one we definitely will do an episode on one day. Mm. But how do you celebrate Christmas when it's millions of years before sort of Christmas existed? It, that's a very good point. They called it Refrigerator Day. Right. Because <laughs> they had refrigerators. They had refrigerators. Should we just explain what
3: dinosaurs is to people yeah, who don't so know? I'm sure a lot of people don't. So it's a Jim Henson thing, wasn't yeah.
1: it? Um on like I seem
3: to remember on like Saturday night prime time right? uh, in the UK at least. Yeah. yeah which would thing. never happen today. Um
1: so it was just well, people dressed up in massive dinosaur suits. Mm. It wasn't like puppets. No, no, they were Puppet in suits. Puppetry, you know, yeah, and yeah. Am- animatronic there. faces, but they were they were yeah. in suits. A bit like the
3: Dark Crystal or yeah. Labyrinth, those things. But it was
1: kind of a mix between the Flintstones and the Simpsons. Yeah, that's a good description. Yeah, so yeah, so it's set back then, but they're all like working for companies, and they had things mm. like fridges and all. Much this like Flintstones. So, yeah, so, yes, yeah, so it was a Flintstone. Yeah, so Refrigerator Day is their equivalent to Christmas, and it celebrates the development of their greatest invention, the refrigerator. I'll let them explain it to you all
5: right what's refrigerator day I already told you oh was I listening refrigerator day is when dinosaurs celebrate the one invention that made modern civilization possible diapers no although that was an important one too especially in summer before refrigerators dinosaurs couldn't store food So they always had to be on the move, looking for things to eat. And their feet were sore, their ankles were swollen, Uh and there was constant chafing. It practically killed romance. Then one day, a great and wise dinosaur came up with the idea that if you put food in a cold box... It would stay fresh and we could settle down in one place. Huh. Yeah, and it also made it possible to have a midnight snack without running around the woods in your jammies. And so now we honour the refrigerator by giving it its own special day. Ah. Now do you understand?
2: No.
1: Yes, yeah, so a fridge day is traditionally marked with gift-giving, a pageant recording first refrigerator day, festive decorations, a fridge day bonus, and a jolly refrigerator day carols used to promote commercial goods. But Earl doesn't get his bonus. Right. And he uh, very quickly finds himself broke, and so he has his fridge repossessed and his wife Fran decides to sell back the presents to the shop so they can buy the fridge back but only got a shit fridge in return a little tiny one but they carried on with their uh, Christmas you know their, their pageant thing yeah and it gets a bit surreal. They do a whole big like song and dance routine about refrigerators. It's very strange. Do you so, know what?
3: Uh, it, it was always a weird show. Yeah. But <laughs> I think that's a whole other level where they're just like, yeah, let's like make them sing Christmas carols about
1: refrigerators. <laughs> but however, the shopkeepers love the sort of returns policy that Earl sort of accidentally invented. Oh, you know? ah, okay. I got you. And so they give him back his fridge and the presents and they get a lovely happy ending. Bazaar. Not like their actual happy ending, which we'll talk about in the uh, show. Oh, we'll get here, on to or, how Dinosaurs yeah. actually ended. Yeah, but at well. least that was an interesting take on Christmas. Yeah, little, they came little, up with their yeah, own little, little different. You know, tradition.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right then, next up, me again. Yeah. Community. So this is a bit different. This
1: isn't any sort of nerdy show. This is like a just traditional oh, sitcom. No, like, no. I've never seen Community. No,
3: actually, because it started out like as a traditional sitcom. Um, before so, then going down a more really kind of like odd and offbeat and geeky yeah. uh, path, which did it sort of no favors with NBC the network. Yeah. Not really any favors with the ratings, yeah. um, but it meant it had a really small but passionate fan base, uh, show community, um, and it would do a lot of uh, kind of like gimmick episodes. Uh, so there's like a musical. Uh, there's one where they brilliantly kind of mimic the format of Law and & Order. and it's, it's kind of very niche because you have to you have to be basically yeah. me. You have to but like both Community and Law and & Order yeah. to get it. But it's it's really well done. Um, there's one that's uh, all in the style of G.I. Joe, an 80s cartoon. <laughs> G.I. Joe! G.I.
0: Joe!
3: And um, then there is the episode we're going to talk about here, which is uh, a Christmas special, Arbed's Uncontrollable Christmas. Um, Arbed's one of the, the lead characters and he probably has... Asperger's, although right. it's never like 100% like, defined. Like Sheldon. Caesar. Yeah, exactly, yeah. like Sheldon, but better. And um, he finds out that his mother won't be visiting him this Christmas because she's going to spend time with her new family. Oh. And as a result, he has had this kind of mini-breakdown uh, and starts to picture his entire life as Claymation. So the entire <laughs> episode is that in is Claymation. Effort. It doesn't take the ages to do it. Yeah, I know. And there's, a, there's another episode where they do the whole thing as puppets... As I say, an animated episode, it's no holds barred for Community, but here's a little clip from Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas.
1: Obviously, you can't see the claymation, but... No, to
3: you, it just sounds like a regular episode of Community, um, but look it up on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant use of the audio medium, this.
1: You guys hear that? Humbugs.
0: Humbugs? Yeah, a whole swarm of them. See? Everyone stay perfectly sincere. Humbugs are attracted to sarcasm. Wow,
5: somewhere out there Tim Burton just got a boner.
0: Jeff, don't
7: be sarcastic.
5: Oh, are they on me
4: now? Oh, no. You think
7: I'm alive? If only he could find the power to not be a smug douche. Ah, no can do. I'm just a horrible guy. Guess I'll have to go get laid. Ooh, can I sing this one? Mm. Bitter, shallow hipster, sweater, matching socks. Christmas needs more presents than a haircut in a box. Annie, nice. Get what I did with the word presents?
1: Primetime on NBC. Oh, <laughs> Bizarre. really well made. NBC hated it. So it's kind of like <laughs> the uh, the old um, Rudolph Red Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, that's exactly, it, there's the a piece. bit later on
3: where yeah. they, uh, basically at the end of the episode, uh, the whole gang rallies round and they kind of restore our best faith in Christmas. And yeah. so he sees everything as it actually is uh, again. Okay. And they all gather around and watch, as you say, uh, what was it, Rudolph? Yeah.
1: What was it? Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Rudolph the rain,
3: yeah. Rude Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs> Rudolph the Rude
1: Nose Reindeer. And that was the blue moon talking. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, and that's, that's why cool. I like Community because even when it did get very silly and weird and offbeat and strange, it always had heart, which is why I liked it. Aww. Aww.
0: I get it. The meaning of Christmas is the idea that Christmas has meaning and it can mean whatever we want. For me, it used to mean being with my mom. Now it means being with you guys.
1: So what's next on our little tree? Next
3: on, next on our little uh, Advent podcast is Biker Mice from Mars there we
1: go yeah I know you've just had your fill of Biker Mice from Mars yeah I can't, I can't uh, episode. Little, little call back to last episode. but they did do a Christmas special it was called Chill Zone mm. and uh, Chill Zone bro so in this episode the Biker Mice must stop Limburger's plan to steal all of Earth's water using his giant snow suckers isn't
3: that the plot of Quantum of Solace
1: <laughs> but better done. But, but,
3: but, but, but better, more polished. Yeah. Better written. <laughs> better villain.
1: Uh, which would ruin not only Christmas, but the whole of winter too. Oh. So he's sort of sucking up the snow in these weird machines he's made, Carbuncles right. uncles made. Right. And then the uh, the snow turns into ice and it goes back to their home planet. Right. Mars, I assume. Mar- Mars. Mars, I'd imagine. <laughs> it's worth it just to see the, the, the bros. The bros. Dressed up as uh, Santa. <laughs> Looking after orphan kids. Of course they are.
4: Oh, man, this, this snow stuff is dangerous.
7: Yeah. Great, ain't it? <laughs> what the heck are those things? I don't know. But if you ask me, they look like mouse munchers.
1: The bit at the end, which is brilliant, Lindbergh's Tower, as I said, it gets it's destroyed at the end of every episode. Yeah. This one, because they, they, they build like a big robot they stupidly go, transport us back to the, the the base. right? And then they realize, no, we can't. And it goes into the- um, <laughs> Like like yeah. a road runner. Yeah. <laughs> but the top of the building flies into the air and, right? and then lands where the rundown orphanage was. And it makes them a brilliant brand new orphanage. <gasps> With no foundations yeah, or anything. That's, that's, totally
3: that's, that's how fine. buildings <laughs> work. yeah,
1: yeah.
7: Hey, how you ever get us this great new house and the hmm. Well, Toby, let's just say, It was a contribution from a big man in the business world. Anyway, little buddies, it was the night before Christmas. And all through the house, not a creature was stirring. Except for the (laughs) (laughs) mice! Bah.
1: Uh, because of a brand new home. So uh, it's all a bit <laughs> soppy and shit. But what else did you expect from the bike and mice from Mars?
3: No, because like, a natural fit, of course, is Christmas and motorsports. So <laughs> <laughs> you can see why they went down that route.
1: No bucky your hair Christmas special, though. No, so. well,
3: there's only 13 episodes, wasn't there? <laughs> Didn't have time. All right, next one is uh, Jerry Anderson. <laughs> so you <laughs> so must have done quite a few, right? There's quite a few. So we, we love Jerry Anderson here yeah. on, on Two Geeks. Interestingly, Thunderbird's last ever episode... Really? Uh, was its Christmas special. Did they yeah. know it was
1: going to be the last ever episode?
3: Well, I'm not sure. It was the last episode of series two. Okay. Of Thunderbirds. Give or take a million. It's called broadcast on Christmas Day, uh, 1966. And it involves International Rescue uh, and the Tracy brothers helping to launch a rocket full of presents.
4: <laughs> Glad you can make it this year,
3: Penny.
5: So am I, Jeff. I'm having a wonderful time.
4: Well, we've just got time for one more carol before further refreshments. Oh, no, not more food. I couldn't eat another thing. I just got a little party piece I'd like to do. You have? Gee, that's great. But first of all, I must ask for a little help from the audience. Will you all please close your eyes? I don't like the sound of this. Oh, come on, Virgil. Right. Y- you can open your eyes now.
5: Tin Tin Look Oh it's snowing So that's what you are up to Brains
2: It's
7: beautiful Gee Snow And palm
3: trees
4: Brains you old devil You've given us a real old fashioned Christmas
3: Then there's uh, Stingray uh, they did A Christmas to Remember in 1964 Troy Tempest uh, the lead character <laughs> he was helping out the orphaned son of a, of a deceased colleague of his uh, at Christmas time helping to cheer him up Joe Ninety did one oh, God, maybe not as good as those other shows no, but Joe Ninety did one um, The Unorthodox shepherd about counterfeiters trying to steal from a church at Christmas. And then, our old favourite, Terrorhawks.
1: I haven't ever actually seen the Christmas special. Right,
3: A Christmas Miracle, it's called. And it was available free to watch on YouTube last year. They made it free as a Christmas gift. It's gone gone now, I'm afraid. But in that episode, um, because Terrorhawks is known for being slightly more comical mm-hmm. than, say, Thunderbirds or, or Stingray. But actually, this sort of went against type and was a slightly more more serious So special. they went for the Christmas special <laughs> to be serious? Yeah. Well, they did the opposite of I everyone mean, else? It's still got your classic Terrorhawks larks. Yeah. But in this episode, so Nine and, and Zelda, they, they want to continue their war over Christmas. But Mary uh, calls a temporary ceasefire. And oh. it's like a, a, an analogue of uh, the kickabout in No Man's Land. It's meant to be like a sci-fi version of of that.
0: Welcome to our humble ship. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Yes.
5: Happy Christmas. Thank you. We have heard of Christmas. It is a festival. A celebration. Yes, indeed. Uh, A time for enjoyment you're right well what are we waiting for let's have a party
3: what i have found instead is is an advert um featuring uh, stewed apples um <laughs> for for zelda's christmas album what hey gang it's christmas and to get you in the festive mood yeah, this amazing christmas album will blow your socks off
0: Oh die, oh die, and bow down to me. Yeah, yeah okay. We uh, Oh, no, no, wait a minute now, hang on.
4: Just promote mummy's record, you horrible little
3: bird. Right, well, uh, this wonderful uh, album includes, oh uh, die, all ye earth scum. Einstein roasting on an open fire (laughs) Uh, And many, many more So, uh, buy or die, cretins (laughs) Oh, well, that's just what it says here (laughs) By far my favourite track on that Zelda album You couldn't see it There was one called Bloody Awful Christmas so they
1: must have made that relatively recently. <gasps>
3: I think that was made around the time Big Finish, yeah. Merry Christmas guys, yeah. were, um, were making the, uh, the Terrorhawks audio <laughs> play.
1: I did fall for it when you first said it, I thought it was an actual Zelda Christmas album.
3: Sadly not available to buy. Weirdly, uh, Captain Scarlet never had a Christmas <laughs> oh, special. He's too <laughs> miserable for Christmas. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> a Hero in Red, Miserly Mr. Ons, <laughs> Christmas on Cloud Base, oh. that sounds like a slam dunk. Again, Disappointing. I'm, I'm packed full of good ideas and yeah. none of them being utilised. Alright, so almost there, almost at the end. Uh, Lois and Clark <laughs> so, uh, as, as we discussed in our Lois and Clark episode and a very much underrated take much on so. the classic Superman uh, mythos and they did an episode called Season's Greetings. weird <laughs> a pun that both uh, Sliders and Lois and Clark is,
1: use it's not that good a pun it's not that good and a pun and it's twice been used for <laughs> TV Christmas episodes very yeah. strange so this is in
3: 1994 written by Dean Kane, this episode <laughs> oh god um, go
1: on Dean kick it out
3: <laughs> so in this episode the classic DC Comics villain the Toy Man he invents a toy that makes children greedy and makes adults act like children so also greedy oh. uh, and they're all fighting over toys and even Clark is uh, is affected by, by even though he's not human the powers of the toys yeah oh. um, meanwhile sort of the subplot is Lois is trying to organise uh, a Christmas dinner but she ends up all alone until, of course, (laughs) uh, Clark cancels his plans to stay uh, in Smallville over Christmas with his folks to spend the time with Loveless instead. Got a lovely little romantic clip Uh, for you.
7: Clark! You came! Why aren't you in Smallville with your folks? Oh, uh, my plane got snowed in. It did? It's not snowing. It isn't. You are just the best.
0: <laughs>
5: oh, I And you are going to get stuffed. <laughs> I made a
7: turkey and yams and cranberries and stuffing. Did you know that you have to make the stuffing? It doesn't come in the bird. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that someplace. Uh,
0: I brought you a gift. Oh. Open it. I told Superman that story about your Christmas tree when you were 12, and he and I both decided that this might look good
7: on that little guy. It's
2: beautiful. I've never seen anything like it.
7: Where did he get it? Uh. Wow. Hmm. I'm just gonna Put it on. Oh. I love
3: it. In case you couldn't tell there, um, Clark had brought Lois a star for the top of a tree, yeah. but Superman had got from space I don't know it was right. made from some kind of space okay, substance three
1: things though one it's very similar to X-Files very similar to the X-Files sequence uh, two why the fuck would Superman give a shit about Christmas three that is the worst version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas I've ever ever heard and I've heard some stinkers every year including Alpha Five? why would Superman care about Christmas he loves it he loves truth justice no, the American way and Christmas <laughs>
3: You're a cynic. You're a grinch. Tommy. <laughs> um, they didn't let Team Kane write another episode. <laughs> no, That's not quite true. He didn't write another one solo, but he did uh, co-write another episode for the following uh, the following season. Finally, the Doctor in the TARDIS. Tardis has way. to Doctor Who. Doctor who. in the TARDIS. Of course, it wouldn't be a geek Christmas yeah. without Doctor Who. Um, but there's been like 15 million Doctor Who Christmas. Well, right? well, since it came back in 2005, there have been a total of uh, 11 Doctor Who Christmas <laughs> specials has been one every year since uh, 2005. So did that
1: exist before? Well, was that a we,
3: thing? Wow. This is, this is what I'm getting <laughs> on to. Because the, the 11th one, uh, The Husbands of River Song, that's going to be on BBC One this Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one Christmas special in the run of classic, ah. classic Doctor Who. So back in, back in the day, Doctor Who had these uh, big, multi-episode stories that went on for weeks and weeks and months and months. Um, one of the longest ever was called The Dalek's Master Plan. Uh, 12 parts. It ran from November 1965 to January 1966. At episode 7 of 12, called the Feast of Stephen. Uh, that aired on uh <laughs> well, The Doctor's Companion was called Stephen. Ah, <laughs> I was gonna ask, was there a yeah. of pa- Played by Peter Purvis. <laughs> uh, and that Peter aired Peter Purvis. <laughs> that aired on BBC One, Christmas Day 1965. So actually this Christmas is gonna be the fiftieth anniversary oh,
1: that. of the Feast of Stephen. Oh. Will they reference it? Probably will. <laughs> they they keep doing these weird references. Oh, I'm not, so I've they?
3: not i seen Husbands of Rivers oh. song yet. Yeah. yeah, probably moff out you probably sneaking a reference <laughs> to the Feast of Stephen. Um, so in this, the Doctor and His Companions uh, including Stephen, land in uh, 60s London where they meet Charlie Chaplin and Bing Crosby. Not the real ones. <laughs> um, and it ends, oh, much like the Power Rangers uh, yeah. the special, it ends with the Doctor William Hartnell breaking the fourth wall and-, and talking directly down the camera. Now, of course, this being 60s Doctor Who, this episode is missing from the archives, BBC got rid of it, but here is a reconstruction of that moment and you can, of course, listen to the audio. I never
5: passed that place?
0: Oh, I have no idea. I'm glad we got away.
5: What were
0: they doing? Your guess is as good as mine. Let's hope we never land
4: there again. Oh. Here we are. What's this? Well, we so rarely get a chance to celebrate, but this time we must celebrate. Yes, it's Christmas. Don't you remember the police station Christmas? So it was. Yes. Here's a
0: toast a Happy Christmas to all of us. Same to you, Doctor. Sir. Incidentally,
1: hey. a Happy Christmas to all of you at home. What? what? So he just he just suddenly goes. Hey. Yeah, you wouldn't get away with it these days. Hey. You can't imagine Capaldi doing right. that. Or... Bizarre. Yeah. So of all these shows, there's mm. one show that I wish I had a Christmas special. Go on. Red Dwarf.
3: Right, well, why hasn't Red Dwarf done a Christmas you'd special? You'd think at
1: some point they would have done a, a Christmas special. Because yeah. they're in space. It's a perfect idea that there are is there going, God, I wish we could celebrate Christmas. Or to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I suppose it was just never on around December. But yeah, Crichton dressed yeah. up as, as Santa. But you it's think like...
3: Red, gold, and golden green, I'm not wearing that, that
0: clashes.
1: Ow! <laughs> and quite yeah, quite trying yeah. to work out, and Rimmer being miserable and having yeah. sprouts. But you'd think. You know, Doctor Who does a one-off special, Yeah. separate from a series. Do you think Red Dwarf at some point would have gone, let's do a one-off Christmas special? Dave, get on it. Yeah. They're the filming two new series, aren't exactly. they? You yeah. went on I set went on recently. Set. Saturn Starbug. Nice. It's
3: great. Do a Red Dwarf Christmas no. special.
1: But that is about it, isn't it? That's, that that's is, our 12 Days of Christmas. That, that was is, a yeah. uh, bumper special. <laughs>
3: <that>? <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll probably end up cu- cutting this episode yeah. down, but it'll still be quite a lengthy one, I think.
1: But it's Christmas. You want to make the most of it possible. Absolutely. Yeah. It's only once a year. Yeah.
3: Well, thank you for listening as ever. Um, as I said, the Ulysses Thirty One episode will be coming. Yep. Uh, that'll be our first episode in in the new year, twenty sixteen.
1: And yeah, and um, please follow us if you're not already on Twitter, which is Two Geeks Cast, and we're on Facebook as well. Just give us a search for Two Geeks Two Beers, Ooh. and download and stream all our other episodes and subscribe on iTunes via. 2 geeks 2 Yes, please. <laughs> That'd be a lovely
3: Christmas present to us yeah. if, you, if you did. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, just, just to wrap up, since we did end on um, Doctor Who, uh, to send us off on our merry way, I have uh, this thing, Song for Ten. Um, it's an original song composed for David Tennant's first ever Doctor Who episode, The Christmas Invasion, which was was uh, Doctor Who's first ever Christmas special. It was re-recorded for the, the soundtrack released by... Neil Hannon of the Divine Comedy but oh, yeah. but this is the original version from, from the actual episode okay. sung by Tim Phillips which I much prefer uh, so here it is Merry uh, Christmas and that's it Merry Christmas God bless us everyone, everyone. yeah Tommy Well I
7: up today, and the world seemed a restless place
1: Jeffrey household at Christmas time?